We start, baby. Yo, 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 yo. We back at it again. We back at it again. We got an extremely, extremely special guest, man. Back to live from the gutter, man. I got Rob from the one and the only Battle Box. Man, one of the hottest video game stores in the city. Matter of fact, the only video game stores in the city. He do, he's surviving a recession through GameStop and stuff right now. How you doing? Doing all right, doing all right, keeping it together. Man, that's good to hear, man. So, you know, I just want to start this interview off, you know, because live about the gutter, all, the whole point of the podcast is to inspire people um, to understand that we is, we live from the gutter. We hear, we, we hear survival through the gutter. Um, you know, a lot of people say, we, you know, black people is struggling and they, they uh, can't make it. We got all these different things, variables that's stopping us, you know. So we want to show people that we really live from the gutter. We doing it. We, we, we popping. We're doing big right now. So we want to show them that, you know, it ain't it, black people not struggling. We ain't none of that. We ain't, we ain't working for nobody. We independent. Our families is strong, and we got a good morals and values about ourselves. So I just want to introduce that to everybody and the people, man. So t- 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 Rob, tell them a little bit about yourself a little bit. Well, uh, as most most folks know, we started this uh, battle box thing out of our house down in uh, you know, what you would consider probably the, the center of the ghetto, the belly of the beast down in 11th and Center. For sure. My wife and I, we own a property down there, and uh, you know, folks didn't have money. Like We didn't have money to get a storefront, none of that kind of stuff, so I kind of... We started doing the thing out of our house. So initially, we just we did it with uh, just our close, you know, family and friends, and then we started spreading out. Uh, you know, we had guidelines. Of course, you don't want folks coming to your house not being on their best behavior and stuff like that. But yeah, we basically started it out of the house, and that's where we started the club, and and uh, kind of went from there. For sure, man. You know, I, that that's real inspirational. Like you said, um, it, it it started small. as coming out of the house. You know, people. You know, all these all these multi-billion dollar companies started out of garages, started out of houses. Coca-Cola started out of the shack, you know. So uh, I just want to know a little bit about you, so the people know a little bit about you, you know. Um, so what, what school did you go to? Tell me about where you grew up at. Hmm. Milwaukee, the streets of Milwaukee, basically. I can't really attach to no school because I've never really graduated out of no school. So I dropped so what out of school. I, what I went, to, school? went to Bell for a while. I went to Castry School. I went to North Division for a while. I went to Tech for a while. Okay. But I mean, I can't really claim anything. Because I never, I never graduated. graduated, never did none of that, no. Okay. None of that stuff. So did you have like a, um, you know, some growing up, a lot of people had cliques and friends. Did you have like a clique that you hung out with, or not necessarily? I mean, I'm from Milwaukee, so you know, Milwaukee, you take care of your block. Yeah, it's, it's always whatever it's block you want. I don't care who you, yeah. want, whatever the block is, your block is 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 who you represent. Yeah. And so that's from back from being on the east side of Milwaukee to. You know, my days of living on the north side. You know, with my uncles and my my family. So, are your family originally from Milwaukee? Yeah, most of us. Okay, most okay, of us. Okay. You know, from Arkansas, from down south, but then like most most families, migrate, Mississippi, yeah. Mississippi, yeah, Arkansas, yeah. stuff like that, yeah. then migrate up this way, Chicago and Milwaukee. So it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a cycle. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah. All, we're all the same blood, the same stuff, same attitudes, same gourmet. What got your um? Tell me, what got your love to video games? Well, like, where, where did that love and passion come from? Imagination. I mean, it's an imagination thing. So it's like being in the hood, being uh in an urban environment. That's one of the few things you can do to kind of. I don't know, escape almost, but I mean, even without that, I didn't have a bad childhood. I mean, we were poor and stuff like that, but you know, you know, we were fed, we were taken care of, we were clean, and uh, yeah. you know, and that's the uh, perception I tell most people. Like, you know, black people, we, 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 maybe we don't get what we want, like the material things, but we don't be, struggle. We don't. You can be poor. You can be poor and still be taken well care of. Well, well taken care. Of. Well taken care. Exactly. Of. Well exactly. taken care of. But I mean, I guess 
I mean, it's just it's an imagination thing. I've always been a creative person. They say that uh, even in life, uh, academics, uh, a person who who uh, does really well in academics, uh, like say a person is like a, a honor roll student or, or just some type of scholar, a person that's creative tend to do better than a person who's better at academics. That's interesting. I've been thinking that lately about um, the creative space, especially, you know, we got kids nowadays that's, um, you know, dyslexic or have, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, ADD. ADD. Different you know, stuff like that. Different stuff like that. And we have to understand that our world and our society now, especially it's about getting skills also, but creative skills now. So now it's about bringing that imagination to the front, but and, and, and being able to create and create and be able to design now. That's the kind of that's kind of where we going to, the kind of where we at right now. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I say it all the time. I've had people say it to me that uh, a part of my one of my abilities is uh, not like I got superpowers, but one of my abilities is the fact that I do have ADD, and that uh, what that it does, what that does, lock in on one thing. Well, it allows me to do multiple. I can multitask. My brain allows me to do multiple things at one time and I can do it. And I care about multiple yeah. things and I think about multiple things so that way I can do, uh, you know, the equations and stuff like that. Probably, you know, some folks, they have that tunnel vision, not me. I, you know, I think further and I, I can do a lot of stuff at once. Just like I talk, I talk pretty fast too, but so my thinking is actually faster than your my Your mind is moving faster than your mouth. Did you have a stuttering problem growing up? Not necessarily. Because I had one growing up, like, you know, like I, uh, um, my, mind, my mind moved faster than my mouth moved. So like you said, I got a little bit of ADD too. You got it, because I mean, yeah. that, that's where it comes from usually. Yeah, yeah, my mind moved faster than my mouth with that. And, and you know, growing up, probably, you know, um, that's probably, what I, I had a problem in school where, you know, I got a lot of resistance from teachers where um, I wouldn't conform to their system a lot of times. And they won't, a well-behaved, just sit there and be a little robot kid. And creative kids are not like that. You have to let a butterfly be a butterfly sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know if my creativity had anything to do with my uh, uh, trouble at school. I mean, I was just bad as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> Essentially what it was, I did what I wanted to do. I mean, those are signs of a boss. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I don't, even as a kid, I didn't like folks telling me what to do. Because yeah. uh, I already had my, my own mission set. I had my own ideas set, even for the day at school. Even from elementary all the way up, you know, I had stuff planned for the day, like what I was going to do. And, you know, just kind of do what you want to do. But luckily, I've been blessed enough not to uh, fall in these streets like most folks with yeah. those attitudes. Because some fall and don't get back up. Yeah. You know, hey, let me tell you, so when did you see your own lane and how did you go about achieving your own lane? Because, you, like I said, you're a one of a kind anomaly. Uh, if you really think about it, you know, ain't nobody doing what you're doing in the city. Well, I guess in the like, heart of the city at that. It's like this, man. I mean, I've always I've always represented this game stuff, this comic stuff, this action figure stuff, even back in the day, you know, east side of Milwaukee wasn't ever really cool to uh, be reading comic books and playing with toys and and all of that kind of stuff. But even then, I always stood on my own. I always stood on what I believed in and what I like. I didn't I, I never gave two fucks about what nobody else had to say, you know, yeah. and I, I've always stuck to it. Also, I mean, when it comes to hustling, or just like creating business, business and stuff like that in general, I tell everybody, if you're going to do something, if you're going to do it right, make sure you have not only knowledge of it, but have some love for it too. You got to have love for it. If you don't have no love for it, if you're not, if you're not, don't have genuine love for it, you, even somebody can tell you right now, I have a business where you can make, matter of fact, you know, you can be a, a, a truck driver, make $100,000 a year. Everybody knows it's different things that you can do, mm -hmm. but do you have this love and passion to be able to want to do mm -hmm. it? And, and that's where it kind of falls down to. Now, I want to ask you about uh, speaking on that. 
you know, what's your opinion that people say that, uh, you know, gaming is for kids, you know, older guys and playing games and especially in our generation. Now, you probably hear that a lot. It's uh, actually I'm hearing it less over the last decade. Or oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I hear it less now. because it's, it's, more, it's, market it's, well, it's more mainstream. Well, yeah. to put things in perspective, most folks understand money. They understand numbers a little easier. Basically, if I take everything Hollywood make, all the Tom Cruise, all the Will Smith, all them paychecks, all the Marvel movies, and I take all the rap money, all the Jay-Z's, all of that stuff, like everything in the rap industry, the music industry, rock industry, all of the music industry and all the Hollywood together, combined together, it don't scratch the surface of what the game industry do. Yeah. It's a monster industry. It's been that since back in the day. Even in the 80s, it was like an eight, nine billion dollar a year industry. In the 80s, we talked in arcades just through quarters. So what does that mean is this? So if you tap in, if you tap into, I just so happen to like and, and be a big fan of, uh, and know about and have love for probably the one of the strongest industries on earth. Yeah. Outside of military and war, you know, that yeah. kind of shit. But other than that, that's it it doesn't So what was your first video game system? Like what what got you hooked? What did you play? You was like, I can't get off this. Like well, it's, 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 my first game was Grand Theft Auto three. When I was at the PlayStation two, I was addicted like crack. Like Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, that was a whole nother that's a whole nother ball game, a whole nother world, but I'm a little further Further back in that, like back in the ADC, my mom always had video games and stuff at her house, like Atari and then ColecoVision and stuff like that. I never said anything to her about getting it. It just it was just there. Was and so, you know, we had, you know, the Froggers and the Pac-Man and the Pitfalls. And mom's always had that. We even had like our, our little game room in the basement. She used like old couches and an old TV and set up, you know, just to keep us out of the living room and whatever. But, you know, I grew up in the arcades. I'm I'm a Original arcade, original baby. arcade, man. Arcade. That's something we really don't have no more, man. Growing up, uh, Johnson Park, we had all kind of arcade. The Chuck E. Cheese, the real Chuck E. Cheese, not not these 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 fake ones we got. Like like, it's a whole different world. Arcade. Well, game game consoles killed the whole arcade. I mean, mm. let's say it came out. Now being Nintendo home, started it, but like when Genesis came out, man, the stuff on the Genesis was was killing anything at the arcade, mm. and it was just like, why go to the arcade if I got? And every time we went to the arcade, it was five to twenty bucks we would spend possibly at the arcade. But uh, the, the home consoles is what actually killed uh, killed the arcade. But I mean, I still loved it. One of my first I'm talking to somebody earlier today. I did a, a stream earlier. Uh, Castlevania was one of the first games nice game. that I really, really, really enjoyed. I mean, you had the other games like the Mario. What got you hooked? What, what's that that got you hooked that you couldn't get off of? It's I, don't, I can't necessarily say I got, I'm hooked on anything, but it's just like I like. Uh, but when you first certain, got certain genres, like I enjoyed Zelda, you know, I enjoyed the Marios, I enjoyed the, you know, the Street Fighters and the Mortal Kombat's and it can't say nothing that I'm 100% like hook hooked on, but I do have like serious love for certain franchises and uh, uh, storylines and stuff associated with it. Like the Castlevania series, for instance, that's like, a, so you got the Belmonts, which is, uh, they're basically a family of uh, monster hunters and their sole purpose is to, you know, to go out and kill these, you know, the, these evil, whatever, yeah. uh, vampires, monsters, you know, whatever that exists, werewolves and shit like that. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I tell people, like, um, a, a video game is nothing but an interactive movie. That's literally well, it's the highest form of interactive media. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, number one, you got your books, you got yeah. movies, you got you got all these other things that you can do, but it's just, it's nothing like, uh, nothing teleports you, nothing, nothing draws you and nothing sucks you in. Like uh, going into them gaming worlds, you know, you know, yeah. you know how it is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Your exactly. heart rates jump, damn it, just as, as much as it does man, when you're playing up Call uh, of Duty Warzone. A playoff listen, game in two K is, is is damn near neck and neck to you know after, if you listen, actually out there shooting minutes, ball. Man, tell you, man. Hey, so so let me ask you. So you know when you started your business, 
and you because you've been doing this for how many years you've been you you've been in business for? I mean, when you said when you said I'm doing Battle Box Studios, what 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 was that? Battle Box Studios, that's something recent. You talking well Battle Box the brand well, listen, Battle Box the brand. When I was like eleven. Eleven. You know, I was making tickets, selling tickets to cats so they can come on my house. One year I got saved. Sega Master System for Christmas. I already had Nintendo and a bunch of stuff I collected. Got Sega Master System and uh, Pops got me a, my stepdad got me a roster. Rambo, Ninja, Rocky, just like all the shit that was out. And that Christmas, I wasn't, technically, I wasn't supposed to get anything for Christmas. So that's what I was told up until Christmas Day. But even then, I started like my, uh, like my gaming business, I guess you could speak. Like I said, I, I literally made, in our class, I made like little passes, cut them out. And pass them out to my guys so if they want to come by and play, they come and play. Damn, that's smart. That's smart as a kid. Fast forward to I was about 12, 13. I literally, we lived on First Street, East Side of Milwaukee, did the same thing, but like on a higher level. Mm. Made the passes. Some of them was even laminated. Police raided the house, thinking that we were doing, doing something illegal. Well, dope. Yeah, because you have but, so many uh, people in and out. Yep. Yep. Man, yep. that's crazy. So, you know, when you, um, so how many years you been doing it? Can I say that? I mean, can you put a number on it? 30 years? Been doing it since shit. Nine years old, eight years old, nine years old, shit. Been gaming forever. Man. Gaming, trading. So I got about 30, 30, 30 years, 30 plus years. Man. For a minute. For a minute. <laughs> it's in my blood. It's at a point now, it ain't even the year count. We talking, it's just, it's just in your blood. It's, it's DNA status now. You can't even put a number on it. So when you became independent on everything and you was on your brand, what was your thoughts going up against GameStop and Funko later on? When you said, "Well, that's I'm, I'm still hanging there," and you, like I said, you outlast, you outlasted all of them pretty much now. Well, it was just to beat those, to beat the big corporate people. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's just you look at their flaw, like what, what do they, what is it that they do that you don't like? Like one, they're greedy as fuck. Yeah, and it's just it's they're impersonal. So that's where, you know, me having my club, me having my personal, you know, my friends, I do stuff with folks. I, I look out when I can. They don't they don't do any of that. They don't they don't care. I mean, they're then they're they're so big to the point where they can't worry about that. They have to worry about the bottom dollar. Yeah. So even if they had good intentions to do that, I don't think they would be able to do it, even if they wanted to. But it's too late now, you know. But uh, but yeah, man, I just I didn't care how big they were. Like, I didn't want it. Like I would tell guys it was, it was, guys would approach me and tell me, hey, I'm doing the same thing you're doing. I'm like, I'm not even competition with you ops like i got bigger fish yeah, yeah, yeah. than I i'm trying to try so i'm doing yeah. i'm trying to do something else i'm like i know we, i look like i'm doing the same thing you do but behind the scenes i'm really i'm and them cats ain't even around no more i'm going after the big dogs i see them around here and there i say what up to them every now and then i see them working on my social media pages looking and, and checking up checking on the progress but uh sometimes and, you got to shake hands to build bridges though you know what i mean i mean i explain that to everybody yeah, you got to, especially you know, like you said, going against these big, com bigger companies. It's a reason why a company is broken down to have different people that do different things. The CEO has his job, the CFO have their job, the CEO, the COO has their job. Everybody has their certain position in order to keep this ball rolling. And everybody can't be perfect at everything. That's a that's the whole thing. Everybody can't be perfect at everything. So I want I want to ask you something else. So. Um, how is it important to uh, just change it up a little bit? Um, just talking about because the whole point of this podcast, like I mentioned, is to get people to have people be independent, be free, um, be, lead their families correctly, um, and just be a, be a good role model for their kids and be a good role model for their community. Um, how important is it for you to lead your family correctly? Well, first, you got to be, you want to try to be as humble as you can, but at the same time, uh, 
it's that Machiavellian logic. You got to be the perfect balance between like the lion and the fox. So you got to know when to be smooth. Firm. You need to don't, you know, know when to be firm. You know when to be aggressive. Know when to be. It's the same thing, and it goes the same thing with your family. Same thing because you know you have kids and stuff like that. You have, you know, some days you have to be the loving, playful. Yeah. Uh, you have to be the teacher. Then some days you yeah. have to be the disciplinarian. Yeah. Uh, it's no different in business. You have to have that same approach. Yeah. Our um, uh, a good person out here, uh, Robert Williams, Serena Williams, and Venus Williams' father. He said um, one thing that parents don't do is that they don't expect greatness out of your children. You should expect greatness out of your children. Well, you also want to I say 100 agree with that. i agree with that in a but, sense but i mean i mean you have to like what he did by teaching them and training them and you know he he found something in them but what if they would have went what if they'd have went out he took them out on that court what if Peter, you know serena would have been tripping over her own feet what if she'd have been pitching told or or something like that where she couldn't now what yeah you wouldn't love her as much you know what i mean she would have probably figured out figured that out though, I, 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 that's, never, that, that's, never know. we don't know we don't know if she didn't do tennis, I don't know what she would do. Been a wrestler, but, but play football. But anything like with your kids, though, if you introduce your child to something at a very early age and they grow to love it, once they love it, it's kind of making a game of it. You know, that's kind of the same thing with LeVar Ball be talking about with his boys. He try to he people say, "How oh, you get your boys?" Like he said, "Well, I make I, they love it, so I don't I don't make it work. Mm -hmm. I make it love." You know, just like what just like we talked about earlier with the business. I, this this is I love, so it's no work. When you have something you love, it's no work that you put into it. Sometimes, so. <laughs> sometimes. But with the kids, with the kids, the way that work is, the way I like my method is, I like to, I like to teach them a bunch of elements. I like to think of them almost like as a uh, as a character in a role playing game. You want to get them, uh, uh, teach them different attributes, different things. You know, let them let them uh, teach them multiple things so that way they. They can uh, they can shift and go any way they they please. Yeah. You teach them the basics, you know. You teach them money. You teach them bases. You teach them just overall organizing. You teach them just you know, you know, keeping stuff clean, keep earning money. You know, to I teach, I, one thing I teach my kids, um, which I, I think some people should teach their kids. I teach my kids how to um, teach themselves. So how to learn, how to discover things, especially with the tools and things they have now. I try to teach them how to use YouTube and Google. So if they need to find something, they want to learn about something, they got this information at their fingertips, even schoolwork. So we yeah. even put up schoolwork online and they had all the answers online. My son was like, dang, we found all of, the whole whole study book online. So you went too far with it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole study book was online. Hey, so do, do your children work with you? How, how many kids do you have? I, didn't actually, I got sorry. three kids. Three kids. I have three, three kids. Two, boy, two boys and one girl. Well, they all they all do stuff. I, I want everybody to, to to understand. You know, my one son, he's a uh, city of Milwaukee firefighter. That's that's okay. my my. Uh, hey man, my, shout my out to the uh, to, to the, all the all the firearm workers, the police officers out there. Um, you know, we want them to stay protected. So. Yeah, but yeah, then I got my seven year old, and I got my fourteen year old daughter. But I teach all of them to. To do stuff you know I let them I let them still do their thing but at the same time i also let them know you know money don't just fall out that fall out the air you yeah. know uh to help out to teach them the number one thing is to make them take care of each other teach them to look yeah, out for each other and take out for each, yeah. and take care of our family so try try comes first, first. Try teach them first. take care of your tribe if you look at every every uh richest whatever you're gonna look at in the world is families it's from the rothschilds to the rockefellers it's all families so i read i read an the, article the, the waltons it's all family based so we have to i really think uh um being men and starting at home and building our family up and, and understand how important our family tree is i and, and kind of building on that 
I, especially if we have a brand and we have something that's that we can pass on to our children that they can end up growing. Like I said, like the Walters. Look, look, look what Sam Walter and his family is where they at now. So, um, just imagine what your kids can do with your brand when you, if you don't. Just imagine that. You know what I mean? That's if they even want to take it over. That's it. But you know, uh, uh, some people. But look, even if they don't take the brand over, they still have the tools to do whatever they want to. They have do. the tools to do whatever. So, they like, I've, I've, I'm teaching them, and my wife, she's 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 on them as well. Uh, make sure they educa educa education and stuff uh, in place. So even without the schools, like we were already, you know, she Shout already, out to the backbones. You know, um, she, we are always did that anyway. So she always made sure that they education and stuff. Even when like so with the school clothes and stuff, it's nothing to us. We just yeah. just flipping the switch for us. So you, again, so let's go back to live from the gutter. We got an independent person that's in the heart of the city that's taking care of his kids. That's uh, a leader in his community. Um, tell me about your uh, about your trash, about your your, your uh, litter initiative. I know you have your battle box litter initiative where you want people to uh, end up picking up their litter because again, you and the oh, the, uh, the help the the help the hood initiative. We yeah, tell up, me about we that. haven't one hundred percent launched it, but you know, over the last what three years, we've been. I still see your signs around. Do cleanups and stuff like that. It's, it's nothing crazy. I mean, it's, the help the hood initiative is basically while picking up trash. It's one thing. There's a lot of things in the hood that you don't have control of. It's one of the things. There's a lot of things you don't have control over when you pour. Uh, but the one thing that we do have control over is is this your environment whether it's clean or not yeah. like that has nothing to do with tax it has nothing to do with politicians it has nothing to do with cops it has nothing to do with you know uh you know the government not giving you money or whatever picking up garbage and keeping your yard and, the, and your surrounding area clean keeping yourself clean your porch yourself clean just your property clean yeah. that's that's on you we can do that much also a lot of folks don't they don't ever they don't put the two things together. They never combine the two because folks don't like to like to say it. But like property taxes go down if the neighborhoods look raggedy and dirty. But the reason they don't care because they don't they they rent them. But they, not, the, they don't own. If you if you own, you want to take care of what you own. But at the same time, that's where landlords should be held accountable. So if you're living in the property, I mean, even if this is somebody else's property, you knock somebody rent off. If you say, hey, you keep this yard clean to cut the grass. I mean, you can. I'm not fifty bucks off your rent. It should be that anyway. It yeah. should be that you know, we've done that. Yeah. You know, people that live there where they can show us no. But I'm talking about you just want your own environment, regardless of whether it's your property or not. Yeah. You don't want rats and stuff coming around. You don't want ants and you don't want roaches and stuff like that coming around because bags of Doritos and juice and cans in your yard. So you're gonna say it ain't my property, it's a landlord, but you live there. See, when I was a kid, I was dumb, man. Like I used to literally like like how everybody else said, going up final lag, going up capital, just throw a Never do that. And I was like, I was like, shit, the city, I said, the city paid for that. They clean, got a motherfucker clean it up. You were part of the problem. I was. I, I was <laughs> at a certain age. I was definitely part of the problem. But you know, I grew to learn just kind of like you said. Um, my thing is, if, if you got trash in the car, even if you just got wait to get to the gas station. You get gas. Not even, not even the gas station, Jay, is anywhere you go. Like, I've never gone. If I'm in the car and I got garbage in the car, no matter where my stop is, it can be the park, it can be home, it can be the mall, it's it can garbage be. Day. Dude, it's a trash receptacle waiting on you. Yeah. So it really is trifling to just. You're right. You know, yeah, you're I seen a right. cat throw out literally a whole plate with a fork and everything. I'm talking a porcelain, oh, a, plate. A, a, a plate, oh, from glass the, plate, a plate from the crib, like at a table. Come on, man, niggas wrong, man. <laughs> but I've seen that several times. Hey, so let me ask you. So, what is your top three games of all time? I'm top three. I shift. You got you stuck on the island for a year. You got three games to play. It's it. You a wifey. You got three games. What's your three games? I'm probably gonna pick uh You gotta have some for her too though. Cause she's gonna be here with you. Well she play what I play. She don't she don't play she, she, she playing play. on Call of Duty. Sometime. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's a killer over there then. We got a killer over there. 
Shout out to the wives that play video games with their husbands. It's probably going to be The Witcher Wild Hunt. Probably The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. That's probably one of them. Have you watched the show? Yeah, the show's pretty good. The show's pretty good. It's a, that's two. Uh, it's a telltale game. So The Witcher Wild Hunt, that's one. Maybe the, I don't know if I want to do Breath of the Wild. Something longer. Something that I can enjoy for a long time. Breath of the Wild uh, pretty long. I don't know if I would pick a shooter, though. If I picked a shooter, I probably would pick something like a, uh, I can't think of nothing. I can't think of nothing. It's a classic shooter or any, any game. It would be something recent because the older stuff wouldn't be able to hold my attention. Like I wouldn't get to say GoldenEye or nothing like that. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't be nothing like that. It would probably be, I don't know, something more modern. I mean, I like the Far Cry series and I like the Resident Evil series. So the Witcher, the Witcher would be the main one. Probably the Witcher, maybe uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and then I might throw a Castlevania in there. Right, um, we love slow action. We love slow action. One of mine would be Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Uh, one, uh, uh, the last one. When Snake is old. What's the one with Snake is old on there? Um, Snake, Snake Eater or either uh, Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain. One of the a, best video games of all time. Yeah, it's pretty good. Storyline, graphics, game. Metal Gear always had a good story, though. Great, great. What do you think the future of gaming is? I mean, obviously, esports. Esports, this thing that Xbox is trying to do, um, where they're trying to make it subscription based, they're trying to turn it into that. They're basically where you can finance the Xbox. The well, no, systems, it's, it's right? basically like almost basically like Netflix. Yeah. So they cut. But with the systems, right? With the hardware. Well, right? you can stream that from anywhere. You don't even need a system, basically. Yeah. I guess so that's so. the stuff. So that's that's actually hurting businesses like mine. What they're doing, and people are like, well, damn, battle. You you know you support what they're doing. I said, no, I like what they're doing. I'm talking. I'm talking from a consumer aspect. I don't do yeah. the. Uh, I was I was using this phrase. I don't do the used car salesman thing where I try to sell you anything to make me money. Like even though I'm losing money on this, drastically. I mean, it's the best deal for you. And if you my guy, if you fuck with me, that means you're one of my people. So I'm going to be honest with you and tell you what I honestly think. That Game Pass is nuts. Actually, I just did a thing on that today, didn't I? Did a thing on the Game Pass today. Like, man, look at this shit. This is $5, $10 a month. Look at all these. Some of those games I got on my shelf that I was just selling for $40. They're free now. Yeah. The Dark Side is the one Dark Side. I just bought that. I just bought that for $40 like three weeks ago. Four weeks ago. Damn, it's on Prices drop. Prices drop now. We're not even at what's especially with Game Pass is gonna drop. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I think it's that digital, that uh, that streaming. I'm not gonna lie, especially like you said, how how the streaming is. I, I game share with somebody, so we, we so we split the cost of game. So it's hard when I'm, when we paying we about to buy buy two K. We paying for, for of course for next gen. We paying fifty bucks a piece, but we gonna have the next gen system. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So. Um, Hey, let me ask you something. So you're inspired. You you're very inspired to others uh, to go after their dreams. What do you think? What stops people, most people, from achieving their dreams? Is money and ego. Is it, those are the two things. Most people don't understand. The, the number one thing is ego has to do. The thing is, this is where ego comes into play. Ego and money. The reason reason they match up because an ego will make you buy some gear when you don't got it. An mm -hmm. ego will make you buy some bag just so you won't look like a bum when you're hanging out an yeah. eagle will make you splurge it's 50 20s in the jeep yeah. it's 50 20 bills in a thousand dollars each time you burn a jeep each time you burn a 20 bill i don't give a fuck if it's on a four for four setup i don't give a fuck if it's a bag each time you do that you get yourself further and farther away from stacking another jeep the more g's you get the more money you get the more you can you know execute whatever plan you got but if you constantly worrying about it's a fake rich scenario you've heard several people talk about it. i've yep. been i've been talking about it for 20 years yep. Keep up the that that whole scenario yep. you got to say fuck everybody else yep. 
you know, and stack your money. Cats don't. It's a trap. It's a mental. It's a mental people, trap. We don't. It's harder for minorities. It's harder for people in the hood to save money just for that purpose. For that purpose, because they feel like you know people make fun of you when you're not when you got on old shoes and you got holes here. You know that kind of stuff. Sometimes you need you have to be able to suck it up and look at my truck. You know, because you know? listen, I tell everybody that it's a metal box with four wheels. We're gonna get to the same location. I'm gonna get to the same spot you're gonna get to. You're gonna get there to look a little different. The same metal box and four wheels. We gotta go the same speed limit. So unless you're breaking the law, we gotta go the same speed limit. So what? What's so different about your metal box compared to my metal? The box? difference between yours and mine is this: those with the whips out there, you paying about a G, seven hundred to about fifteen hundred a month. You know what I'm doing with that seven hundred to fifteen dollars a month? Buying merch, investing, saving. So every month that you burning that couple hundred, that G and a half on that car that you're riding around, it is losing value at a, every second. <laughs> every time you turn at it a, on. At, at a crazy rate, I'm stacking. Yeah. I'm putting up money to go towards my current investment, my current endeavor, or future endeavors that I got planned. You know I got a ton of shit planned. Yeah, so uh, so tell us about this. So what's with Battle Box Studios, the bar, the store? What's next? What you see? What's next with you? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to bow out and, and uh, weasel my way on out, oh, right out into the sunset or nothing. But so I still we gotta figure a way to adapt. We gotta adapt. Well, what I want to do is I'm gonna fine tune what we got going right now. Uh, folks know I, I got other plans to do it, like the school and you know game development thing and all of that. But talk that, about that. That stuff it has to go in the back burner. You know, we 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 only. We, there's not a lot of people that's going to be able to help do this. You can only do so much. You don't want to. You don't want to spread yourself so thin to the point where you can't enjoy life. For sure. You know what I mean. So we got to sure. start thinking about your family and thinking about the wear and tear. Sure. Uh, you know, we ain't spring chickens no more. But um, but let's go from there. Party, enjoy. You know, enjoy uh, each other's company. Get our gaming on. Uh, streaming a little more. Probably do some go a little more heavy with the tournaments and the prizes and. Uh, hey, two K tournaments coming back. You know, I kind of fell off. I talked to him. He said, listen, he said, good. I got the studio. I got the bar. It's ready for you. you set it up. And I kind of got lazy with it. I'm not going to lie. I got a little lazy with it. I got busy. I got lazy. I got distracted. But I'm focused now. We about to be live from the gutter. You know, we're going we gonna to be able to get these two. Hey, 2K21 coming out. We're going to be on next gen or current gen. So, hey, we're going to be able to figure something out. We're going to be on next gen. Out. They know. Oh, yeah. You know, ain't no current gen. We next gen. Next gen. All day. Now, yeah. What's your opinion on um, building PCs? Like I said, this is my last next gen system I'm buying. Well, and going forward, I was going to build me a PC. My thing is, man, the, the new stuff that's coming out, man. I mean, especially that Xbox, that thing is uh, Team Xbox. 12 point something terrible. Like, that's a lot of processing power. Yeah. Like, my PC that I have now currently, I don't think is even, is even that, you know. Uh, but have so, you noticed this? Um, I don't think you need one. My thing is, you can. I don't do the you, you can. You can get a current. You can get a, a, no, a current. A current. I disagree because my, my I got the Xbox One X and the GPU on there with Call of Duty. Sometimes it's pixelated if you move it too fast on it. That's that's uh you talking six though. That's that's the the current system. That ain't twelve yeah. teraflops. Series X is is the yeah. new thing that's coming out. That's that's twice as much uh t- twice as much power overall. But that thing is. Most people PCs ain't twelve teraflops, nowhere near. Even if they spent a G or two on a PC, it ain't that four or five hundred dollar system because we really don't know the price that's coming out. Yeah. Nobody knows. Why are you saying the price? Yet, I they doing a cat and mouse. They're doing a, 
what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you they're gonna trying do? to undercut the thing is PlayStation. They probably won't be able to undercut Microsoft because they make their own shit. Most of their stuff, they you know, they yeah. put their own stuff together, so they can always undercut them. Yeah. Plus, they're going after that subscription thing. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get everybody and as many people as they can in the ecosystem. Remember, Microsoft is selling games on the PlayStation. Microsoft yeah. is selling games on the PC. Microsoft is selling games on the Switch. Microsoft yeah. is selling games. They're trying to just take over the network. Well, yeah. so, so everybody playing PlayStation network. games are only on the PlayStation. Exclusives is cool. No, the exclusives are the shit. Like PlayStation yeah. exclusives are some of the best. They take a long ass time to come out. Like when they come out, it's a movie. Yeah, it's, it's some good stuff. Yeah, it's some pretty good stuff. So let me ask you this. So how do you view Milwaukee with this racism stuff? Especially like you know what happened with um my good friend Joel Acevedo. He got killed by an off-duty police officer um here in Milwaukee. Um as well, you know, with just what ha- even what happened in Kenosha. Um, how can this stuff be fixed on that? Like, well, what's your opinion on that? Well, I mean they have to and being from milwaukee so like is it like is it the racism bubble with how we think it is because you know statistically they say we we the worst city it, it's, it's, it's the worst it, city it's, in america for black men that's what that's what the statistics say is it, those statistics valid or is they not no they're 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 extremely valid the thing is i mean they just them folks got to be held accountable like the police officers and stuff like they have to be held accountable by the higher-ups and people just have to make their higher-ups be held accountable like they have to force them to be held accountable you can't just you can't just kill people man i mean you, you can't do that and so whatever happens after that happens after that you know i don't condone certain things as being dumb some things i do condone but that just randomly killing people you can't just convict you're not the judge you ain't judge dread motherfucker. you can't just uh uh convict and, and execute and and and, and play all all in all in one you know one setting you, you them cats most of those cats are are you know but now playing devil's they just high school graduates that come come into the get those jobs and you know they're police officers oh, and stuff yeah, they like saw that. They, they're a just, lot of them saw but like, but the thing is they I never mean, had a fist fight they ain't had a fist fight you can't you don't get to control people like that you don't get to just kill people when you want to that's not how it go for sure you don't get to do that I, under in no country you know in no country at any point in time that don't exist so I mean, when that type of stuff happens I mean well, they do you, in you the get Philippines. the consequences they do in the Philippines. I mean but the Philippine <laughs> people do uprise too you know what I mean, they 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 uprising and they, they do what they need to do too. Yeah, it's been on the news for years. Yeah, but like with the, I'm not the plan devil's advocate. What happened in Kenosha? You know, I got two boys, and when I get stopped by the police, when my, especially with my two kids in the car, I be on my best behavior and set an example for them too. It's not just you 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 can't you can't you gotta have. Um, at the end of the day, these are the police. They they are supposed to have the authority of, of even though they're human, they take another shit just like how we do in the morning. This is a job. We're going to figure this shit out. Now, let me stop you before you go even go. Let me stop you. You don't know what cop coming to your car. So you can be as polite as you want to be. I've seen video. Oh, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, we've seen. I've seen dozens. crazy to get them gassed up. Yeah, I've no, them. no. I've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of videos where they didn't do nothing but comply. Yeah. And they end up dead. Yeah. So it goes all the way back to what I'm saying. You just, you never know what, what you're getting when they come to that. You never know. You can be as courteous as you want to be. I got pulled up before and I had pure assholes. Yeah. You know, and then I didn't I didn't also So is that racism or is that the individual? I mean, I mean it, it's racism. I mean, you, you can't and this is this is how racism is a term, but I like to think of it as a it's a man-made term. Remember? Well, it's a class thing, you know, it's like wealthier folks look down on on, on minorities, you get some some middle class folks look down on. Oh yeah, you see bougie niggas move out the hood and they don't. Hey, they I mean, but, 
but even cats with a few bucks, they look down. You know, yeah, look down. Right. I had somebody tell me the other day they don't eat ramen noodles no more, and I'm like, why? Like, fuck you mean you don't eat noodles no more? Yeah. Well, fuck, we've been eating noodles our whole life. <laughs> like, what? What yeah. dramatic? Tra- it ain't about no diet. It ain't nothing spiritual. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, what are you saying? Like, don't, yeah. don't, because I'm not, I'm not that type, type of motherfucker. You know what I mean? Don't, don't talk to me. Uh, make it seem like you higher up because you got a few extra bucks in the account. That don't. That don't fly. But yeah, with that police officer shit, that shit is going to work itself out. It's probably going to get a little more worse. Um, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I mean, th- them folks got to understand, man. Like before the before the them cops, them chiefs let the motherfuckers go out on the street. They have to let them know. But it's like, yeah, don't go out there trying to kill nobody. That's so what like, I'm saying. They don't have a meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing again about that shit, like they do. They gotta have a meeting. In light of all this, they gotta have meetings. They have meetings. They're still doing it every day. They gotta have a meeting. It's got to, but the world will work itself out. So let me ask you this question though: Why is it? And I, I ask a lot of people this. Ain't nobody came got answered for me yet. Why is it that black people struggle in democratic areas and states compared to Republican cities and states? So, for example, you compare Milwaukee, Detroit, Chicago, Indiana, Minneapolis compared to Dallas, Atlanta. My uh, Florida, Arizona, all these Republican places where black people are moving to because they're thriving in those places. What do you think is the big distinction between the two? Well, I mean, you probably want to elaborate on that more. It would probably be more. A lot of those places are bigger, so there's more job opportunities there. So that is this Republican and Democratic but cities. Though. They're bigger. They're bigger. They're, they're bigger. There, there are more people there. There are more. Uh, there are more businesses there. There's more. Uh, it's more. Uh, it's well, more. Why di- is it? Well, it's it's more diversity. You know, it's it's super segregated here, like in places like Milwaukee and some of the other places you name. Detroit's the same with Detroit and Baltimore yeah, and Milwaukee. Them. We're all like almost identical as far as they like you got, you got the poor poor minorities down here. You got everybody else back this way. So what that does is, which was a major hurdle of mine, uh, it's hard for you to even open a business in those democratic places because a lot of those democratic places are super segregated. You understand what I'm saying? It's super segregated. So, so you, I mean, you would have to, to, to even to, to even to even open a business in a place like what we discussed, it's going to be harder for you because you're going to have less people on the shop with you and, and different stuff like that. You have you have to deal with. Uh, uh, so in these Republican cities and states, you have a better opportunity is what you're saying. Not necessarily. It depends on what you, your approach. I'm doing good. Just I'm doing just fine here. This, so is it a mentality? This interview, this interview is about still being able to do it in, a, in our current environment. So again, is it the environment? Or is it the individual? It's all on the strategy. It's all on the plan. It's on the individual on how you push it. Because I could have just as easily exactly. years ago went off somewhere else. I could have exactly. went anywhere. I could I could have went out to uh, Jersey. I could have went to uh, Florida. We still be thinking about talking about going to Florida or LA and stuff like that. But yeah. no, this is my this is my city. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I did that, I would leave a lot of people who depend on me hanging. And I, I ain't that kind of motherfucker. I've never been that. But uh, yeah. but but to those folks that want to venture out and. I mean, if your hustle strong enough, you're gonna make it work regardless. Regardless, I don't, of where, care, you I don't at. care where you actually gonna be to make it. You know, protect your family, protect yourself, do what you need to do. If you do good business, I mean, I do good business and I try to surround myself. I got a whole nother a different business model. I noticed that a lot of other businesses out there trying to uh, bite my style too. <laughs> but uh, chases. But uh, but yeah, I like to deal with deal with deal with my people and keep stuff just what. With my group what of I like, what I like you, and stuff you, like what, that. That's what I was just gonna mention. What I like about you, you keep it, you make a community in a community, if that yeah. makes sense. 
you know, you, you took a gaming community and you made it uh, an umbrella underneath your community. Well, I just cherry picked. You know I mean, I mean? It's, it's just like, think of it like some people don't like it, but I mean, it's, it's a very small, and most of the people that don't like it, they were assholes and they probably were, you know, they didn't like what we were doing or didn't like, like me or us or what, what we stand for anyway. So the thing is, it's just like your house, man. You don't want, like, not only do we make a few bucks here, but this, I enjoy this shit. Like, we enjoy it. Like, even with the lounge and all that, we didn't make this, we didn't have, babe, we didn't make this lounge thinking we finna make money. That was like, we we had like about, we had, we conversated and planned for about three months before we said, how are we gonna make money? Before that even came yeah, up. This is the spot, this is our spot. Yeah. But we literally made it so we have someplace comfortable, safe, and fun, always, yeah. not just on occasions. To hang out and, and, and do your and, and do your thing. Hey, That's, come out, check um, check out the lounge. So can people come to the lounge? Or? So what we do is the the shop itself, the Battle Box Studios, Battle Box Video Games. That's the funnel. That's how. That's where the meet and greet. I don't want to call it an interview, but but that's that's because I the only folks that are allowed to come over, come to the lounge and party with is. Uh, they got the battle box stuff. Cool, you good people. You understand basic house respect, and that's that's back to what I was saying, but. Yeah. It's the same as letting people in your house. You know you can't let anybody in your damn house. Yeah. And it's and it should be the same thing with certain businesses. You have to like say if you had a restaurant. Even me and my guy, we was going back and forth about that. I was like, not necessarily. I mean, you got what 26, 2700 people on Facebook that you cool with. You know, if them if them folks bought sandwiches and uh, the little jamba juice from you, you should be okay with just that. Yeah. And then you will grow in time. You don't necessarily have to deal with the assholes coming exactly. in talking down to you. Exactly. Uh, so on and so forth, but well, you gotta hire security. You don't gotta hire none of that shit. Like, certain jobs, certain certain businesses, you can you can run it as your as your own thing if you want to. It's all on I the like approach. That. I like. That. Hey, this is the last question I got for you. So, what is something that most people don't know about that you know about that they should know about? This controversial. Okay, hey, this is this live from the gutter. Shit, what you think we is? It's controversial here. Smoking weed. Smoking. Period. I'm a weed smoker, so talk to I me. I know. Talk to me. Weed smokers, weed. Back to what I was saying. I'm gonna leave it at this. It's 50 20s in the G. Each time you burn one, you get yourself further and further away from stacking another G. I'm gonna leave it at that. Life is so much better when you holler. I ain't gonna lie. I need to focus. Life is so much better. I mean, I used to smoke twice, I smoke no more. Okay. But I mean, since. So, what, so, what, so what was the switch for you for, uh, for you to uh, wanna uh, quit smoke? I mean, gotta put up money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I need to buy stuff. Like, I can't buy places on the Xbox. You know, I can't. I can't buy this merchandise. I can't buy a Super Nintendo if you know I got three hundred dollars and I'm like, I'm gonna spend forty dollars on some weed. Yeah. It's just like something gotta go. Yeah. And it, like, if I'm spending that, and, and it's literally going up to smoke. Yeah. I mean, quite literally. Like, I used to love to smoke. Me and my wife used to smoke. <laughs> but like, I mean, when you're trying to get your money together, yeah. you can't. You have to. That's all part of the belt tightening process. You have to do that, man. That, and like, it's so essential. And people think, oh, if you make enough money, you should be, you should be a smoker. This, Everybody got their habits on us. I, I know. Like, it's an hour. Everybody some people spend money like, on this. You have to go to Palo Alto. You don't spend money on something. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do that either. Yeah. But I'm talking about a lot of the guys that I know that's trying to get their shit together. Yeah. I a lot that. of my friends and a lot of cats that I'm cool with, a lot of cats who I chop it up with, it's one thing they have, like, they're trying to get their stuff together. And I tell them all the time, I was like, you know, you might stop smoking. And, and get it together, right? At least for a while. Yeah. You ain't got to be permanently. And I might be because I plan man. on smoking again one day. Hey, once I get everything hey, situated. Hey, I've been wasting my money. It's been a lot of bullshit out here, Rob. Hey, let's tell you, there's a lot of I, 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 I I've been wasting my motherfucking money out here. 
Hey, tell the people how to get in contact with you, how to find you, all, all your info. Let them know. Shit. All you got to do is if Google uh, Video Games Milwaukee. We're going to be at the top you of the You hear my nigga. You hear my nigga. Google yeah. Video Games Milwaukee. Battle yeah. Box. Suck your shit. Battle Box Studios. Yeah. Holla at your boy. Yeah, holla at your boy. Hey, man, this is another episode. Episode three from Live from the Gutter, man. I appreciate y'all watching, man. Another one. We got a special guest, man. I appreciate everything. Love, bro, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro.